The Shep Nas Podcast begins now. You're listening to the Shep Nas Podcast, a podcast by Shepherd Church. Everything we do at Shepherd is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ, and we're expecting great things. My name's Joey. I'll be your host today, and today I'm joined by Phyllis Reinhardt. She'll be helping us during this 21 days of prayer and fasting to look at our next chapter in Rob McCorkle's book, Life and Death, The Power of Words. But stick around because after that, we're going to talk more with her about her role here at Shepherd and what is going on in her life. Hey, Phyllis, thanks for being here. How are you today? I'm good. All right, Joey and Joe. (laughs) Well, we're glad that you're here. Um, And uh, we're going to get to all the things that you get to be a part of and you get to Mm -hmm. get to kind of shine some light on your life and put you in the spotlight for a minute. But before we do that, um, our church has been in the midst of a 21 days of prayer fasting this month. And we've been reading through Rob McCorkle's book called um, Life and Death, The Power of Words. And you have had the opportunity then to kind of study um, chapter 15, which is called Imparting Grace. Would you give us a summary um, of that chapter, kind of what Rob was talking about and kind of what we can learn from it? Well, Imparting Grace um, was, as you can guess, all about grace. And kind of defining what grace is, um, the usual definition is um, undeserved favor, unmerited favor. Sure. That's the usual definition. But um, McCorkle points out that historically and in the the culture of Greek culture that the term that they used for that was kind of like a superpower. Okay. Okay. Grace was a superpower that you got. He didn't use the word superpower. He said something else. But I changed it to superpower. Yeah. He said superhuman abilities. And yeah, superpower. That's good. A superpower. Like in the that movie, The yeah. Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the age of superhero movies, which we live in, that probably makes more sense the, yes. that it would be a superpower. Okay. So, Grace is, is a superpower that we get as a gift. Um, Then he goes into the book of Zechariah and talks about Zerubbabel. Mm -hmm. And he had to, he was given the task of rebuilding the temple after it had been destroyed by the Babylonians. And um, one of the things they told him to do was to yell at the rubble, the pile of grace, grace. Mm -hmm. And that was supposed to help him rebuild the mess so he he told that story he also um gave some examples mccorkle did of um some of the times when his friends had encouraged him by imparting grace Mm -hmm. to him when he was discouraged and he he gave a couple examples of that and um he talked about the practice of to practice speaking words um and that brings um, heaven to earth, just like in the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you use uh, grace-filled words to encourage each other, and um, he said the first, hardest time for him to use grace is when he has to correct people or correct situations, and he has to think of a way to do it or pray. It comes from God, 
the power to use words that are filled with grace, even mm-hmm. when correcting um, situations. By the more grace that you need, the more God gives you grace. It, um, it comes from use. And it kind of reminded me of that song, He Gives More Grace When the Burdens Grow Greater. Um, sends more grace when the labors increase mm-hmm. if you want to sing that do you know I, I don't know that you don't know, you don't. know it. do you know it he gives more grace is that yes. a hymn it's a hymn I, yes I didn't grow up on hymns so I I would be really bad if we had a game show that was like name that hymn yeah well that's so. a good one but anyway it just <laughs> it reminded me of of that song he gives yeah. more grace okay when the burdens grow greater yeah you should you should Google it and listen to that song. It's very somebody gets shell on here. Yeah, she doesn't bring know the, the hymns either. Bring so. the piano. <laughs> so well, when we talk about grace, I think that's the like you know grace if you've ever been shown grace before, mm-hmm. because I think um, there have been plenty of times in my life where somebody has shown me grace, their mm-hmm. superpower, um, when they had the moment that they could have squashed me, and instead, um, and then they didn't. Right. But that's good. Is there anything that kind of stuck out or challenged you as you read through that? Like um, that kind of really almost like that just getting to you when you're reading it? I um, I liked that this chapter kind of um, focused on the characteristic of God, of him being a craftsman, liking craftsmanship and creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, because of this, he had the um, the story of Zerubbabel and his rebuilding the temple, and also he had uh, an illustration about um, building a house and and making it strong. And I have a little bit of background in drafting and engineering a little bit, mm-hmm. and um, I've always just thought of God as admiring humans creativity like whenever i go down to west virginia turnpike i always think man god must have really enjoyed watching him build this (laughs) and you know because he had such a great view of the and he probably thought man why i think about doing that when i created and then they came down and and i always think that god looks down and when you know people say why does why doesn't Jesus come back and take us home? I always thought, well, he wants to see what we're going to do next. Like, mm-hmm. are we going to make it to Mars? And I just think of him being entertained by our um, create by our craftsmanship. And there's so many passages in the Bible and the Old Testament about how to build certain parts of the temple mm-hmm. and how to sew the curtains and things like that. So. I liked that this chapter focused on that because it's just my favorite thing about God. Um, so yeah. uh, I just, um, I also, it reminded me of a time when I thought about um, being shown grace and reflecting grace back and I thought about a time probably 20 years ago when I was going through a really difficult time and I was telling this group of ladies, Christian ladies, about, I didn't really even know them. And and I was telling them about what I was going through and because I had to introduce myself or something for some reason. Uh-huh. And, and so 
and they were then I could see them getting really concerned about me like oh is there any way we can help you and one lady spoke up and she said I don't think we need to be concerned about Phyllis I can see she's got joy and peace all over her and she doesn't um she's gonna make it through this and um so after that, a lot of times when I would face difficult times, I would think about her saying that. I would think, I've got joy and peace written all over me. It was like it would, I took it <laughs> as like a theme for my yeah. life just because she reflected that back to me. So um, I do, it, may, it reminded me that I, to um, edify people, uh, to look for the good in mm-hmm. people. Everybody is scarred up and messed up. And it, that's easy to see, but when you see God's characteristics in them, to to um, point that out to them and say, "I can see this in you," and it's encouraging. So, so I need to remember to do that. So, well, that's sort of kind of that next that next piece is like, what's a something practical that we can do mm-hmm. is, is those things. But is there anything else that maybe um, you're, you're going to try to implement in your life or that maybe those who are hearing this um, is something they could, they could do to live into imparting grace for people? Well, what I thought of was just to not speak of people's youth and inexperience and their scars. And even when you're talking to other people or even an event that you go to, to point, mm-hmm. point out the bad things about the event um, or something that someone tried to do, um, but to look for the good in it and speak up about it. Um, so I actually sent a little text to a, a guy in our group of something that I had noted after I read this um, and said this, this devotion reminded me of you because you've got this characteristic and uh-huh. I kept wanting to tell him that. That's good. And so I, um, I had thought of it several times and I went ahead and sent a text to him. And I just think just being more mindful of that it would be good. Awesome. So. All right. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick break, but stick around because we're going to um, put Phyllis in the spotlight and, and kind of get to know her a little bit better and what, what she's up to these days. So we will be right back. As we conclude our 21 days of prayer and fasting in January of 2023, we want to invite you and your family to a praise and worship night on January 29th at 5 p.m. There we will sing, we will pray, and we will thank God for all that He has done. And as we anticipate what He is going to do, we'll seek Him. So don't miss it on January 29th, 5 p.m. right here at Shepherd. If you haven't taken the step of baptism in your life yet, we want to invite you that on February 5th, you could take that step. Baptism is a moment in which you're able to say that Jesus has changed my heart on the inside and I want to proclaim it to the world. If you'd like to sign up for baptism, you can do so by filling out the Connect card, letting us know that, or you can go to our website and on the right-hand side under Contact Us, you can click the link that says, I want to be baptized. Pastor will reach out to you and we'll get that scheduled. All right. Well, Phyllis, thanks for sticking around. Um, you are um, the probably second most tenured person on our team here. I've been here a long time. Uh, Pastor Tim takes the, takes the cake in that 
but you are right there behind him. So um, will you kind of let us in on um, just all these things that you've been able to be a part of at Shepherd and kind of what you do here, uh, when you came, how that all looked? I can't remember what year it was I started, but it was right maybe a year or two after Pastor Tim came. So it's probably been about 18 years and I just started working here part-time. My kids were young at the time and I needed a part-time job. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've always helped with the website, Uh social media, video, the screens, the slides, promoting things, um, communicating. Mm -hmm. I do the email. I send out email and Mm -hmm. I do all the chalkboard signs and Mm -hmm. take pictures and just a lot of the visual artsy kind of end of things. And so I've been You're our artist in residence. You do all sorts of stuff. Teach classes, teach art. I also help the school a little bit with that kind of stuff. One of our kind of... um, most sought after events recently has been that you've been working with pastor Ashley and the kids ministry, Mm -hmm. putting on art classes for kids um, to sign up for. And they've been, I mean, just people chomping it a bit to be a part of it. Um, We have spots filling up every time. We have to cut it off and say, not enough chairs, (laughs) not enough chairs, not enough canvases, but yeah. Um, it's been fun to see um, all the things that you are part of. Uh, tell us a little bit about, about your family, like what uh, what you guys are doing. Um, I know in a few episodes, your daughter is is featured, um, and she's going to talk about it too, but uh, you have a chance to steal her thunder, if you'd like. <laughs> I have um, two adult daughters. Um, one of them is Chaney, and she's the video announcement girl, and um, she is married to Nick, and I have a granddaughter, um, Larkin. She's almost two, mm-hmm. a year and a half. She's a handful. <laughs> so I've got, I've got Chaney, and then I've got um, Tansy is uh, a little younger, and she still lives at home. She's working on her master's degree okay. in virology and immunology. Oh, wow. And she works for uh, Battelle. She's very scientifically minded and, and uh, detail-oriented. So... Um, but she still lives at home. She has a huge whiteboard in her room where she writes calculations oh my goodness. and stuff, which I just admire. I'm like, oh, wow, look. <laughs> it's art in its own form. It is. Yeah. It's just amazing that her brain works like that. And then my husband, um, he is just retired from many years of doing law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And now he is the emergency management coordinator for the city of Gahanna part-time. Okay. So, and he's part of... He likes to ride his motorcycle. He's mm-hmm. part of Full Armor Biker Group, and I ride with them as a passenger. Mm-hmm. I also have my motorcycle license, so I can ride a motorcycle if I want to. There you go. But I don't. I'd rather be a passenger. So <laughs> yeah. that's what we do. We spend a lot of time camping and motorcycling and um, stuff like that. Well, it's been great to have you on here and to, to get to know you a little better. Um, thankful for all of your contributions as Shepherd for all of the years. Um, and they just keep coming. Um, right. You, when you started here, um, was that Dr. Estep? Yes. Was he the pastor? Dr. Estep. And so. No, 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 it wasn't. It was Dr. Barber. It was oh. right. I did get attend church here during Estep. Oh, okay. But it was right after Barber came that. Okay. That Sam Barber. Okay. Came that I, he was the one that took me on. So. Okay. 
Um, so you've been, you've been, you were here for two pastors ago. Mm-hmm. You came on staff one pastor, mm-hmm. and then we'll see. We'll see who outlives who. Right, uh, it's a great group to work with. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's so nice. Uh, my yeah. my kids are always jealous that I get to work with such nice people that yeah. um, don't have the yeah. the attention a lot of other workplaces have. But it is a fun place to work. Nice people. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for being here today, Phyllis. But that's gonna wrap it up for episode today. So be sure to subscribe wherever you get your audio. Don't miss an episode. We've got some great things coming up. Um, As always, you can learn more about what's happening at Shepherd through our app, our social media pages, and of course at ShepNaz.org. For Phyllis, I'm Joey. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at ShepNaz.org and let us know what you think.